Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You don't just live in your home. You live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to Really Good Shares. I'm AJ Delario. Net music means it's time for another pretty good share. But first, Really Good Shares is a podcast about expanding the definition of recovery. I'm talking with people I want to learn from who have valuable insights into how to get better, even if they haven't figured it all out yet. You'll hear a mix of interviews and storytelling contributions about making it through hard times. And also, you'll hear some music from legendary soul singer Swamp Dog. Yay! And a special guest appearance by my depression. No! As I said, today's another pretty good share, which is an action-oriented episode where I interview people whose spirituality I admire. Even if they don't think they have it, I do. Today, we're exploring the concept of doing a nightly personal inventory with our guest, Claudia Lanau. She's a writer, director, producer, and one of the most successful people I know. In the 80s, she was an actress on the very popular nighttime soap opera, Knott's Landing. She was a big enough star that she actually appeared on The Love Boat. And almost as impressive as The Love Boat, she's been sober for 36 years. So she's got this stuff down on lock. Or does she? Okay. But I will say that my new revelation during the pandemic, I was like trying to be so... I was going to grow spiritually. And then I realized, you know, there are people who grow spiritually for a living. This is a hobby for you, Claudia. You're not going to get that great at it. I mean, how good are you at sewing? Not that good. It's a hobby. (laughs) So it's like, but there's people living in nunneries and monasteries. This is their gig. This is their fucking gig. I think it's funny that Claudia constantly sounds like she's yelling at a New York City cab driver, but honestly, she's one of the sweetest people I know. Claudia and I spent a week doing a nightly personal inventory. We'll identify something we did great that day and then something we did not so great. 
something we need to work on in order to be a better human. Those of you in the beverage program will recognize this as a little bit like a 10 step, but you don't need to study the big book or join a 12 step program in order to get some use out of this. The personal inventory is also part of stoicism. If you don't know what stoicism is, it's a very useful philosophy designed to help people learn how to respond and react better to tough situations in their lives. Part of the stoic growth process is recapping the day and making note of everything you've done and said in order to find places where you made an improvement. Character defects, if you will. I began a nightly inventory ritual a couple years ago, but I'm inconsistent. But when I do do it, the following morning is already better. So the plan with Claudia was to have both of us take our inventory for the week. Every night we'll write down one great and one not so great way we reacted to something that day. Then at the end of the week, we'll check back in and grade ourselves and see how we did. For example, here's something I'm reading directly out of my inventory list. And please excuse Nesta in the background. Uh, great. I didn't pick a fight with my mother when she said something deeply unkind. Not so great. I have a constant belief that I'm inferior. Those are just two examples of what we're going for here. The larger part of recovery is learning to be less of an asshole. And this is a good way to take stock and see how you're doing. So Claudia, because she's had 36 years of sobriety, is, is very familiar with this practice. And she told me what she thought the week would be like. Every day, every single day, almost, I think I haven't done enough. And that the excellent people are doing so much more than I am. I haven't done enough and I didn't do it right. And I should have thought of that before and I should have done this thing. And then I will uh, suffer because of the mistakes I've made. Uh, because I didn't think hard enough about what I was doing and I didn't really do the work. I have old beliefs that make me think that the good people, the real people, the people who are really doing it have control over certain aspects of being a person that in reality, I do not have any control over. And so at about three o'clock every day, I crash <laughs> and beat myself up because I didn't do enough. Right. And that's how I asshole myself. You were too late, Claudia. You made a mistake, and now you will be punished anyway. I, I mean, so I do like eighties eighties yeah. recovery scene from like a twenty year old like nighttime soap actress perspective is is great. I think, right? I mean, just like I mean, I think that that should be a goal. AJ, mine. you pitched it. AJ, yeah. No, AJ, is this is even worse that you don't know this about me? I created it and had that show on. That was my first job. Right. So uh, I already did that gold mine, and I don't know whether I can sell that again. Oh, yeah. No, she's right. I'm, I'm reading Wikipedia. Rude Awakening tells the story of Billy Frank, an out-of-work alcoholic ex-soap opera actress. She tries to go sober and become a writer, but continues to struggle with her self-destructive habits. 
aired on Showtime between 1998 and 2001. Uh, Cheech Marin was in there. Jason Bateman. Anyway, sorry, Claudia. Uh, back to inventories. I don't find myself in my inventories having behaved badly towards other people. But I mean, here's the thing that I've been working on in terms of other people. I find uh, that it is very easy for me to give unsolicited advice to my boyfriend. Now, hopefully he'll never listen to this so that I can say he complains a lot, which makes me think I should solve the problem. Right. You know, I, I, I just can't hear problems that have no solution. Uh, it makes me just feel like we live in a crazy world where there's just nothing we can do <laughs> about anything. And I just can't stand it. Um, but I've been working on uh, stopping myself and coming up with better ways to react. I don't know what the fuck to say. You know, uh, wow, that sounds hard, is something I've said. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, that that really, boy, I hate it when that happens. Um, <laughs> but I do feel like I'm, you know, uh, I mean, one of the issues about contrary actions is that a lot of the times, you know, I feel like I'm lying <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because I'm trying to be so great. Yeah. So I'm trying not to be, you know, what you should do in response to him venting. So that's a that's a goal. So we were off. We had our notebooks, our bedside tables, our slippers, our reading lamps. And it was a typical week for me. Lots of recovery stuff, dad stuff. I pulled out the Christmas decorations. But in midweek, I checked back in with Julian to update him on my progress because I was so excited about what I was discovering, mostly. Um, we're here. We're here now. I'll just set up my little rig. We just can't stop podcasting. Just constantly. Every, everything's fucking copy, man. This David for the show. Andrew, this is the moment that you became a true podcaster. This is really it, yeah. It's all content. Think like what do those tend to be for you? What do you what are you noticing? We're not all the way through the week yet. What has come up for me a lot is that I feel like I yell at my children. When I yell at my children, I'm trying to figure out where that's coming from. Because I'm not yelling at them. I'm yelling at the situation and feeling constrained or distracted or just inadequate and like ineffective. That should be a joyful experience that's now become very, very tense. I don't know how I'm supposed to act in this or react in this situation. Right, right. Just everything becomes a yell. My 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 whole I, I'm at a I'm constantly on edge. And I shouldn't be that on edge caring for my children, right? Right. right. Or, or at least I don't want to be that way. And I have to kind of just investigate and figure out why, right? And I feel like that this sort of exercise will help me identify that. 
I'm not surprised at all that you're like, here's the thing I need to work on. What's the thing that you feel like you've been doing well at? Anything consistent like that? Or is it felt like one-offs? No, it hasn't felt like one-offs, but I do have a better gauge of my mood. I, I think I, I think I talked about this a little bit before we started this exercise, but I, I, I feel like I'm constantly nagging all the time, you know, that most of my, most of my interactions there at some point is going to be sarcasm. At some point is going to be a joke. I'm going to jump back in here again because I needed to make sure I was using nagging properly. So I'm going back to Wikipedia once again and it says nagging is an act of emotional manipulation whereby a person makes a deliberate backhanded compliment or otherwise flirtatious remark to another person to undermine their confidence and increase their need of the manipulator's approval. It's just dastardly. At some point, there's going to be a bit. At some point, I'm basically going to kind of just like get uncomfortable and resort to like, you know... I don't know, jocularity or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. Right. And 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 that's something that I just started to notice. I haven't figured out exactly how to 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 fix it, but I am noticing it, right? Which which I think is a very important step for me in terms of just like trying to be, I, I think, a more effectual human. And um and and that's something that has dogged me my whole life. I mean, I like I I hated I've had so many people say to me over the years that I just say, I can't tell when you're serious or not, right? And I used to take that as kind of sense, like a sense of pride, where it's just like, oh, I'm clearly just getting one over on people here. Right. Now I see that as, as a, a real negative characteristic. And, you know, I, I mean, as I get older, I want to be, I want to be trusted, right? And I feel like that, side of my personality aligns with me being untrustworthy. And I, I, I don't want to do that anymore. So far for my week, nagging and yelling. For Claudia, not giving anyone unsolicited advice and not, as she said, quote, assholing herself. After a week, we reported back and saw if we did any better. Oh, that thing I just told Julian about, about being unserious about everything, it happened in real time while we were recording. I can't do anything about my core. Yeah. I only, I only want to do these things, first of all, because it's the only thing I've been successful at. So it's not like I had this fucking burning desire to, to do this because I don't like right. to write. But oh, um, Could you please stop cursing, by the way? Oh shit! I'm not I, kidding. I'm kidding. No, it's fine. That's fine. Uh, I, I, I was kidding. What am I gonna I, do? Backtrack all 75 f bombs you've had in like the last 20 minutes? I mean, oh, I'm so sorry. You no, know, it's fine. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. I I don't mind. I just know Julian tells me all the time not to curse or have people on the show who curse a lot because we're trying to get some sponsorship from oh. Church of Latter Day Saints. 
Oh, I, I, you know what? You are really good. I'm very gullible. I'm, and this is the thing that's actually on my list. And this is on my list. This is actually on my list. Fuck, I just blew it. I also did the same exact bit in the previous conversation, and I didn't realize it either. So not only am I kind of making Claudia the butt of the joke, which is the exact thing I'm supposed to be working on. I'm, I'm also a hack. Uh, I'll work on that next week, though. Kind of building my car while driving it. So I started off badly, but I did notice my nagging, plus not being serious, plus yelling at my kids. Uh, so how did Claudia do with being an asshole to herself? Listen, I... I was under a lot of stress the last couple of weeks, as I said, because I had these pitches uh, and that part of my life has been challenging in Zoom world and just because of the pandemic. And, um, you know, I did a great job. The pitch was great. It was fun to do. I enjoyed working with the people I was working with. And, um, you know, we did not sell it yet. And there's only one more place left. And so far, I did not lose my shit entirely. But even if I, and I just kept saying, well, you're sad, you're disappointed, and you're angry. And those are normal human feelings. And you're afraid. I mean, it's not just a problem with me. It's a problem with humanity. But my specific background lends itself to believing I should be able to control things that people are not capable of controlling. Right, right. Let me put it to you this way. And this is a little fatalistic, but so am I, which is just like my personality. There's not much I can do about it. This is what I'm learning as I age. Yeah, no. Why don't you pitch that show? I, if you say this again, I'm going to blow your brains out through the computer. <laughs> I said you not. So that was me nagging again. Maybe there's a workshop I can take somewhere, or pill. I don't know. Julian hopped back in to see how Claudia was doing with her unsolicited advice problem. So when we when we spoke before doing this last week, we asked what you thought your list would hold for you and you were like i'm gonna be an asshole to myself yeah what about um you were like i'm working on not giving unsolicited advice to my boyfriend oh, <laughs> 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 oh i have tell i'm not gonna tell him about this podcast yeah no that's all right Looking back over your list, was it mostly like, yeah, I kind of thought it would be this stuff. Were there any things that like stood out that were, you know, just like, oh, this surprised me? So I thought I did a pretty good job keeping myself from really falling into more anxiety and panic just by acknowledging my, that the emotions that I will feel over being under stress and being disappointed are not the ones that I uh, prefer. Yeah. So I, I, I give myself a, I give myself an A on that. Yeah, yourself an A for the week from this inventory thing? Yeah. Like total? Really? Yeah, I did a good job. Oh. You know, when we get sober, 
we have good qualities and bad qualities, just like any other person. So you gave yourself an A for the week. A, did you have a grade for yourself? I mean, it was a real eye-opening week about kind of the stuff that's constant that I never really saw as negatives. Like the, the nagging thing, the inability to kind of just be serious for an extended period of time. Like, I mean, it's just those sort of stuff that I've been doing for 40 years at this point and never really acknowledging that that's something that other people could find frustrating. You know what? I give you an A on self-awareness. Um, no, I, I gave myself an A for that. I, I do have that. Oh, good. I think, you know, that's, I think that's really good. I think that's amazing. Yeah. You can't do anything about it if you don't even know it's there. AJ, what's your grade for yourself? I, I, I think I think a B. I think it would actually go with a solid B because I feel C, but I know feeling C makes it a B, right? Yeah. Because I mean, I, I actually do. I did put in some stuff and some time into this in a way that it felt like it was helpful, right? I was a lot, I was a lot more. It wasn't really self-critical. It was more actually just like investigation of these sort of things and how can I how can I do better, right? You know. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, B. Small improvements. Right, right. Small improvements. Those were our inventory grades for the week, and for the most part, my mood was pretty steady throughout this process. Parts I needed to work on were very helpful to see and not that surprising. But then the week after, my mood changed. I had a depressive episode. It lasted for a full day. I just could not shake it. Unfortunately, it came on a day when we were supposed to record my narration for this. And I know some of you listening to this show probably struggle with this as well. I want to include it because my mood and my recovery aren't always on the same page. So going off that one day, here's what the show outro would have been. And then that's the week. Claudia gave herself an A, which seems like a huge roundup, but then I'm giving myself a B, but a B is hard to accept for me. I don't feel like a B today. Today, I feel like an F, F minus. I don't ever want to do this show anymore. I suck. I'm an asshole. I treated so many people poorly, and now I'm using recovery as a shield to sneak in the back door and have a career again. Oh, my God. Anyway, next week on Pretty Good Shares, my friend Peaceful John, who will help us navigate grief to get to gratitude just in time just in time for the holiday where we murder turkeys <laughs> to celebrate the murder of indigenous people. Yeah, um, man. Yep, so that was Tuesday. And the next day, I'm better. But like I said, my mood and my recovery sometimes are not on the same page. Felt like an F, but I'm calling it a B. And that's the whole point of this exercise. It's an easier way of being honest with yourself, taking some of those internal thoughts and putting them on paper. It's a way of tapping into a much more reliable narrator. And I'd like to thank Claudia for helping me with this exercise, and I respect her commitment to her recovery, doing good in the world, and 36 years of powerful and hard-earned sobriety. I'm telling you, when I get, like, too old to have anybody flirt with me at all, 
Or if I get sick, like too sick for anybody to flirt with me, I am going to start drinking, smoking, and doing drugs. <laughs> and that is the only thing that makes it okay. Well, once you're so old that nobody gives a shit anymore and your daughter won't be upset, I'm getting a pack of cigarettes, I'm getting a martini, and I know that this is not good sober talk. <laughs> not a great, not great for the show, no. But anyway, she's joking. And as I was saying... Next week on Pretty Good Shares, my friend Peaceful John, who will help us navigate grief to get to gratitude just in time for Thanksgiving. He's one of the kindest and wisest people I know have met in recovery, and I know this holiday can be heavy, so I just thought this would be a nice gift for you to wake up to. Really Good Shares is hosted by me, AJ Delario. We're produced by Julian Weller, Jackie Huntington, and Jessica Kreinchis with production assistance from Lindsay Hoffman. Our theme music is Everything You'll Ever Need by Swamp Dog. And this episode, you heard Synthetic World, also by Swamp Dog. Our executive producers are myself and Julian Weller. Special thanks to Mangesh Hatikader and Bethann Macaluso. And thanks to Claudia Lanel for enlightening us. I like to bust your balls a little, AJ. You have very bustable balls. <laughs> Do I have to make amends for that? I think it's funny. I think you can take it. No, I can take it. I'm perfectly fine. If you like what you heard here, check out thesmallbow.com. That's bow, no, damn it. That's bow as in bow and arrow. Cool. We'll be back next week with Peaceful John. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. 
Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.